In October, the cannabis industry reconvened in Las Vegas for the annual trade show MJ BizCon, put on by Marijuana Business Daily. As part of that event, Business of Cannabis sat down with industry leaders at the show to discuss their business, the current state of the cannabis industry, and what they were seeing on the road ahead. This conversation was part of that series. What follows is a conversation with Trish Lackey. She's the director of marketing at Sunday Market, a suite of cannabis brands in the Canadian cannabis space. We want to connect with her to see what it takes to build and scale a cannabis brand, especially given the tight regulations in the Canadian market. Trish Lackey, this is your first time in Vegas? My first time. How did you, how is that possible? Uh, I, it was never on my top 10 list of places to go. Is it now? my own money. <laughs> and I'll just come on somebody else's dime. And what do you think so far? Uh, food is excellent. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed by a lot of things. It's also my first big city travel since pandemia started. Yes. So it's a, it's a pretty eye-opening place to come if that's your first foray back into travel. Yeah, it's like you're entering your old reality, like the pandemic reality, into something that is not reality. Yeah. It's a weird transition from one of these. Yeah. And the week before I was in New Brunswick in like, I had no internet kind of spot. Right. It's so like if you could choose more disparate places, Las Vegas and New Brunswick. And New Brunswick are, yeah, uh, that's right up there. <laughs> I like New Brunswick a lot. Me too. I like it a lot. And it's funny because I feel like we talk a lot about cannabis and New Brunswick because they've taken it seriously there. And there's big producers there and small producers. There's some really magical small ones right now, too. I'm really obsessed with Crystal Cure out of Shadiac. Yeah. Love their flower. Yeah. And they're on it. Yeah, they're really doing good. And the first, I think the first bath bomb day at the market was... Uh, Stuart Park? Was Tanner. Yeah, uh, Stuart, Tanner Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a tiny, gro- like, yeah. you just put it all together and did it. Good old I like times. it. Um, okay. I want to talk about brands and cannabis, obviously. That's your thing. But you do it really well. Like there were people that came before, let's say like round one of cannabis brands that hit the shelves. Will you grade them in aggregate for me? Oh gosh. Like you, like real report card for people like, uh, like the old school one. Yes. Like, like they were legal, like the day one of legalization, 2018 Ontario cannabis store brand. Okay, giving some forgiveness that they were flying blind, yes. they built it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I would give it like a D, really, because nothing was built on real human experience, and it was all built to be uh, as weedy as possible without being offensive to conservatives. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I think some of the most powerful Canadian brands have really come out of people with stories. Yeah. And that's, that was really lacking in the early days. And there was nobody building something with a purpose that they personally were driven by. Right. Um, and they were, and, and I, I, the caveat is there wasn't data and like there, yeah, that wasn't there. It so like, what they could do. Right. And that, so, and there's not a hundred years of data, like alcohol yep. where you could like, yeah. oh, look, there's, I do a gap analysis and there's the thing we got there and build, build the strategy and the brand behind that. And they were still not good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And. They weren't that good. Yeah. Now we've come three years. Um, many are better, I think. But talk about what goes into when you got to Alifia, thinking about what you wanted to offer consumers throughout the sort of um, spectrum of what you, what you could do, and then sort of how you, I don't know, it's the right oh, terms, yeah. like come up with the, the umbrella of Sunday Market and like 
Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that. Well, I knew we had re- three really specific facilities that we could work with, with the extraction and craft facility in Paris, where they had tons of capability and tons of ideas to build new products. Right. And then we had the hybrid greenhouse that can do, you know, the large scale penny for your pound yep. kind of flower and the outdoor growth that is so much input material for CBD, but also CBD flower that nobody is really has been really capitalizing right. on. Um, so we really knew that we could hit different consumer bases with those three facilities and more. And our chief commercial officer, Trisha Sims, was really passionate about health and wellness. So we knew that part of the, the brand portfolio needed to be a health and wellness brand. We knew we wanted to compete with the, the big value plays out there. We call it everyday rather than value because I hate the word value. Right. Um, and we had these fantastic growers that had five tiny grow rooms of 420 plants as well. And we thought we know that we can compete on craft as well. Um, and because we're a little bit bigger, we can compete on craft and keep the bottom line down while we're doing it. So I knew and saw a whole bunch of other portfolios that didn't have any kind of common through line. Right. And they were just building singular brands in these kind of silos that were just focusing on a single consumer rather than how all of those brands were living together. Right. And so now they're stuck with like, holy shit, those people only buy that and won't try this. And yeah, yeah there's no, there's no, I don't know what the right term is. And right. even communication between the brand. Right. Like when you try and think of how limited we are socially and you want to get people engaged, you even want your own brands to engage with each other. Right. And if they don't belong together, it's hard to do that. Right. So like, it's not like a big alcohol company that, yeah. You know, has vodka and beer and those people don't even need to talk to each other. They're never going to try yeah. to move you from one to the other. No. It's, like, a vertic- it's a vertical. Yeah. This is different or could be. And you have a tiny team of like three marketing people that are that are doing all of this stuff anyway. Yeah. So it better it better feel like yeah. people. Give them a story and give them a yeah. through line and, and both, both for, well, I also want to ask you. So, so that, but also you have limited attention of consumers, right? That's yeah. obvious. But also the way cannabis is sold in Canada, like, you have limited exposure to even a retailers. Like you have this audience, which is the provincial bodies and you have this audience with his consumers and you have the go between between all those things, which is the retailer. Yeah. And how do you give them a very compelling story to tell yeah. so that they can tell it? And you better have great people that also enjoy weed and aren't brand new to it. Yeah. So you have a team. In our case, we have a really spectacular sales team that is built up of all people who are either coming up from retail or have have experience in the kind of craft side of either beer or cannabis um and and lots of personalities that that want to talk about products and really love talking about tenders and really love treating butt tenders really well and for me coming from the retail side into the the licensed producer side I knew what bud tenders were feeling that they lacked from yep. relationships with licensed producers and wanted to make sure that that we spoke their language because they, they're our first customer before yeah. it even gets to the consumer, really. You and I sat down once for an event. I'm going to butcher everything you said. So you tell me when I'm wrong or when I'm right. And, I, and, and also know that I take what you've said, mangle it and tell it to other people and give you credit for it. <laughs> so so I've, I've fucked it up all and down the, the supply chain of this information. But you talked about tea because you came from David's tea. Yeah. And you talk about that everybody knows tea, but then you get faced with these choices and it's like overwhelming, yeah. right? So there's so much on the interaction with the 
well, I don't know what you call them at Dave's Tea, but like the equivalent of the bartender at a tea shop that has so much power and influence and knowledge. And it is a very challenging conversation. And like, if you make it a bad conversation or it's not helpful, then the consumer just like points to one and that's it. Yeah. Or points to the one they know and that's it, but misses out on the full suite. Like, I feel like that has really come to the fore. And you were talking about a long time ago because there's so many more products on the shelves now. Um, that's really, it's a hard, bartender's a hard job. Yeah. And consumers don't know a ton yet. Yeah. And like being able to distill it down with the compelling salespeople, with like all yeah. of that, there's so much on that one interaction. Yeah. And they've got, they've got a very little amount of time, especially with a new cannabis customer to really nail down like four or five questions that are going to get them to that perfect product among 700. Right. Like I even a, a David's tea is now kind of a hard example to kind of give that parallel because they had 175 tea. Right. And now these poor bartenders are dealing with 500 plus SKUs at a time and need to figure it's out how the, to narrow down that free. No, like, no. But that's not there. Like that's whoever's worried for like, yeah. we do a lot of th- talking to retailers, like how to think about the array of product you have, yeah. which is a different sort of challenge for them. But, but it is, a, it is hard. There's a lot of things on the, on the shelves. Yeah. They have a lot of things in mind that they have to try and also have either personal knowledge of the products that they want to recommend to that very specific right. mom who's never tried a bath bomb and doesn't know how THC in a bath bomb right. is going to hit her. How does it? Um, does it? Well, THC and CBD together, I find in a bath bomb will, yeah. will kind of like Epsom you, salt. But yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Yeah. Okay. And topical application. This is where my essential oil background <laughs> comes back into play. I mean, topical absorption is is totally different and it's it's very localized. So if you are immersing your entire body in something versus putting a lotion onto your elbow, you're going to feel overall less in eat in in the whole space, but a full effect. Yeah. I like that. But again, like you would have to describe that to yeah. like how you just described to me, someone needs to describe it to me and get me to buy it and have it on the shelves. And I've ordered a pre, like there's a whole. And my bath bomb is only one, one product. That's right. Shelf. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine, but this is the thing. Like if you had a line of products and, and that line of products, which you really like, it's a, I mean, I, this is a big leap, but like we had a beverage product you like, and that beverage company had a through line that was like, here's the suite of things yeah. you do because we know you consumer yeah. health and wellness, like you might like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really like Sunday Market has started to already see a little bit of that overlap because we've got things in the value brand, like the the 12 pack of CBD pre-rolls. That is a really awesome avenue for somebody to go, go. into flour um, who, who doesn't have any experience smoking, but wants to see what it's like to, to smoke cannabis flour. Yeah. But that person is a great crossover into noon and night with a health and wellness brand. So Somebody at some point said, well, should, if it's just CBD products, should it live under noon and night? And we all kind of said, well, no, that's, it, it's still part of the everyday, like pick up your tin, pick up your Divi dozen that lives under Divi for sure. So it's been a really cool challenge to kind of put together the, the puzzle of where all of the products live in the portfolio rather than just it. It's clearly this one thing. Right. There's a lot of stuff that has a crossover. I want to. Think about, if you will, a future. I think that's a Prince lyric, actually, or something like it. Uh, take, if you will, I don't know, uh, you and I engaged. No, no. Uh, uh, you're, everything we're talking about, certainly the fatal landscape, is within the realm of these like super tight restrictions, which are really challenging and actually a super difficult way to like get product to consumers. But that notwithstanding, 
Like if there was some things, and I, I'm working from because that would help consumers make choices. Mm-hmm. Like a mar- like the marketing restrictions don't they're they're ludicrous. But thinking about like what would be one or two things like if we could just do this, we would really move the needle for consumers and of course for brands. But like do this, and like it could be I don't know like cannabis health products even, but more like proper brand. Well, it's actually kind of the direction my brain goes is thinking about the medical market and how much they're able to say yes, they are with working with healthcare practitioners, but. Um, I, I want to see expedited studies so that we could start to speak to the power of the plant, even if it's just in conjunction with your own wellness and how that how that works. Um, yeah, being able to treat it like a plant rather than this crazy substance that everybody's afraid of. Um, but everybody loves. But everybody loves. Yeah. Yeah. And even talking about the noon and night products and, and saying like peppermint oil in something is going to work really well with cannabis because of this. Right. I, I, I even hesitated saying that sentence You're on the podcast. Jail. Yeah. Not being yeah. on the plane on the way. Exactly. Don't listen to this legal. <laughs> but but it, it's true. Like it's, it's so, uh, some of it's just silly. Yeah. It also doesn't have the end, doesn't have the policy goals in mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, yes, all those. Things. Yeah. Yeah. And if I think like, even to bring it again back to to the sage products and the essential oil products, I think when I when we're looking at the noon and night stuff right now, I want to be able to say this peppermint has a natural product number in the Health Canada database. Why doesn't cannabis? Right. And why can't I speak about how the, those two things can work together? Because even it, it, as peppermint has its own natural product number, it still affects everybody differently. Right. Right. When they right. put it on. Right. You're not going to feel the same way with peppermint on the back of your neck as I am. Right. Maybe you had a crazy yoga class the other night and I've been lounging on my couch. I'm not going to feel it the same. I don't. That's what you chose for me? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of what pain was right. brought to me. Got me. I understand. I understand. Well, Tris, this has been really lovely to see you back in person. Funny, there's so many people that I haven't seen in Canada in person. No. And I had to be either in New York or here to see them. That's okay. I'm down with that. We'll get back to the normal routine soon, but um, enjoy Las Vegas for the first time. I will and am. What you need to do is book a day on the other end when you get home just to like yeah, wash it all off. Process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of spray myself yeah, down. Yeah, icky. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for coming by. It's nice to see you. A pleasure. Great Here's to see you. Success and, um, thank you. We'll see you back in, uh, in the six. Yeah. And do more. I like it. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Trish. That was Trish Lackey of Sunday Market, recorded at MJ BizCon 2021. This podcast was recorded at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas in October 2021. For more information about Business of Cannabis, please visit businessofcannabis.com and follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.